Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Well, all right. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is podcast number one, two, three, seven. We're up to podcast seven. That's kind of cool. I just came off a really fun weekend playing music up at uh, Rudon Smith Winery's annual Vintners Festival in Scotts Valley, California. It's the fourth year I've played up there, and it's the third year that I've been able to bring in other bands and songwriters to kind of round out a basically a little mini festival of, of wine and music for a whole weekend, and it's a lot of fun. Um, in fact, it's so much fun, we're doing it again in October, so if you want to find out about how we're playing their post-harvest party, I have a dog, by the way, if you want to find out how we're, <laughs> about their post-harvest party we're playing in October, go to my website, michaelgaither.com, and um, click on contact, and you can find out when we're playing there in October and who's playing. But for now, let's go back a couple of days. We're going back to Saturday, June 9th, to talk with Bev Barnett and Greg Newland about their new CD, Any Doorway Will Do, and to chat about their songwriting process as a married couple, how they work together, about their house concert series, True Wind Music, and about their new CD, Any Doorway Will Do. Um, before we get to that, let's have a little peek. This is the title track called Any Doorway Will Do. So have a listen, sit back, and hear the interview. Meanwhile, I'm going to go let Arlo, the obnoxious German Shepherd, outside. Did I mention I love dogs? With the punches. I would just keep my eye on a star. I would just dream. Tomorrow, I couldn't see down the road this Then I grew up as we all seem to do. I had some winners and some losers. I think it's working. He's got the loud car. Yeah. It's kind of uh, appropriate that there's a wedding going on down there. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> wrist sla- wrist okay. slashing love songs? No, 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 no. no. Anyway, so we're here at Rudon Smith Winery. Not Rudon Smith, Rudon Smith Winery. With Bev Barnett and Greg Newland. We all just spent the afternoon playing music to a very happy crowd. We absolutely did. Yeah. And um, put all the gear away, and I'm not the least bit tired. <laughs> You're looking road hard and put up wet. A little bit. But tomorrow we'll do it all again. That'll invigorate me. So, they have a new CD. You have a new CD out. We do. It's, yes. it's almost ready. You've been, you were here selling wine futures today. That's right. We're selling futures today. It's um, it's um, It'll be in our hands next week. Yeah, it's as ready as it can be on our end. We're just waiting for it to get sent back to us. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Any Doorway Will Do. And uh, that... The title comes from a line in, in Greg's song, Roll With the Punches. That's kind of a, an anthem for uh, living one day at a time, which is what we try to do. Which is good advice for anybody. <laughs> so how many songs in the CD? And how, Are they all originals? Are there covers? There are 12 songs in the CD, all originals. Um, 
can I remember the breakdown? The majority are co-writes. I don't need the track list, but right, you know. right. The majority are co-writes, but there are um, a, a couple yeah, that a couple we've written of, individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, some, you know, a couple of his, a couple of mine, and um, you know, we always influence each other. But it's it's kind of an interesting thing to see what you know what comes out from uh, from from my perspective of mm-hmm. songwriting, what comes out from Greg's. It is interesting. Bev usually comes up with. A concept, mm-hmm. usually, because she's more lyrically driven. I'm more... Mm-hmm. Uh, Which kind of shows in your, in your playing, lot, too. I'm more melodic. You're the hot guitar player. She I, has the great voice. Yeah. Well, whatever. And you're hot. Don't the, get me wrong. But, you know. But I'm, the, I'm, I'm more... I find a groove and find, yeah. a, and find a, you know, a melody and a, and a, and a chording or whatever mm-hmm. I'm looking for, and then something comes along. I may have an idea in my head of what the song... I may already know what the song's about, right. but I don't know what it is. Whereas she'll get that, and she'll get a, she'll get a melody kind of going with it, and some and some chords, and then I'll come along and break the song. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to break it. Before Sometimes you have to break it. it. Yeah. But, but we just did that. We just we played one today that we're just barely. I mean, we were still. Putting, what song was that? The last song we did um, for the encore was oh, right, a brand right, new right. song that we finished uh, this morning. <laughs> well, we're changing it's, some words this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's one of those. It's always exciting. Yeah, it's been kind of hanging around for a while, and we you know left one of the guitars in a CSUS tuning and mm-hmm. and and just played with it for a while, and you know all the pressure of getting ready for the CD release and 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 all of those things kind of kept our minds on something else, and then the last couple of days we just kind of relaxed and finished it. Good. Which is but nice. it kind of found its spot. I mean, we were we were barely holding on in a few places when we played it but it's 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 just about found its spot mm-hmm. found its groove and found its legs so it's i noticed it when we were playing it that well you know you, you mm-hmm. play a song and you think it's going to be one way and after you play it a couple times all of a sudden it finds itself yeah it finds where it's going to be for me i find when i when i when i start recording it and hearing it back and i go that doesn't work <laughs> yeah, right. that, that's and that's right. you know that's what i did on the CD, yeah. that we just did on any door we would do. I did. Um, I'd start recording after some songs we did. We'd been playing them for three, four mm-hmm. years, and we did it. And I started recording, thinking it was going to be one way. In oh. fact, there's a couple of songs where I went in and I had a number, not not saying how many, a number of guitar tracks, mm-hmm. doing you know little harmony guitar fills and all that stuff. And I got and it wasn't working, and it wasn't working, and I just went. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's too much stuff. Stripped yeah. it all back and got very simple. And I went, well, that's better because what you think is going to happen, right? Especially when you're recording, is not what you do live generally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Yeah. I'm, I'm you have to be much CD. more precise. Yeah. Unless you're doing a jam, right? Know? But I mean, you have to be much more precise when you're recording because otherwise it just sounds like a jumble. You right. Know? And you guys aren't the string cheese incidents, so you want things a little more <laughs> yeah. precise. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it was a fun experience, and, and and we had the CD done, and just kept going. It's not done. What's yeah. what's going on? And so we finally went over to a friend of ours who's a guy named John Jacob who lives over in San Jose, who's done a lot of lar- much larger people than us. Mm-hmm. I don't mean physically. Well, maybe physically <laughs> larger, but career-wise larger. Right. Lots, right. Yeah. He's he's been Grammy nominated. You know. For, as engineering and producing and stuff. So he's got a studio, he's a friend of ours. So we went over there and I said, well, Tweaked things. We, we stripped a lot of things back, we stripped it all down, and, and and he helped remix. He and I spent probably 70 or 80 hours mm-hmm. just being really, he's very 
anal about it. Mm-hmm. And we went and Which you need it, sometimes. Absolutely. Well, it really cleaned. I learned a lot of stuff about more about recording. I've right. been doing it for years, but I learned a lot more about that process. Well, it's kind of like when when you write and you get, you think something's done, whether it's something artistic or something you know from the day job, and then you give it to a second pair of eyes and they can just yeah. tweak it. Sure. Same with recording is probably yeah. the same. And thing. that's and that's exactly what we did. We gave it to. Three or four people. Mm-hmm. We gave a, a when we said, "Okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. This is a fairly rough mix. It's right. almost finished, but tell us what you think." And universally, out of if everybody gave us ten, a, a thing on every song, eight of every song, they all said exactly the same things. Um, That's good. Which was great because that was and it was pretty close to what we were thinking mm-hmm. too. It's like, but somebody else was a little more mm-hmm. articulate. A couple mm-hmm. other people were a lot more articulate. They. They were, it was very good of them to go that in-depth with what yeah. we were trying to do because they zeroed in on what we were doing exactly. It's kind of like, I mean, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have things I'm working on, and, and I, I think I know what's not working about it, but I just don't know how to fix it. And someone will say, this doesn't work. And if it's what I'm thinking already, then I kind of go, okay, that was wrong with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they find okay. the same thing. I want to have a question, too. For those, for those people on the podcast that are listening that don't know your music, how would you describe your music? <laughs> Which is the question everybody has. Right, right. It's kind of emo shredder. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've always uh, called it folk. And then, um, you know, people will listen to it and say, why do you do that? It's not folk. Right. And it's... it's, But then what is folk anymore? Then what is folk? Um, There are so many... There are a lot of influences. Um, There's a folk influence. There's a country influence. Mm -hmm. There's a a bit of smooth jazz um, in what we do. So it's, you know, the the common denominator is it's going to be groove-driven. Right. And it's going to be hopefully lyrically intelligent. Um, And that's pretty much what what drives what we do Mm -hmm. is is we want to try to say something. And we want to do it in a way that's um, that's going to make you that's going to make you move, mm-hmm. whether it's physically or emotionally. Otherwise, why do it? Right. Exactly. Right. So uh, we told a, a story earlier when we were playing that uh, dear friends of ours, Jan Garrett and J.D. Martin, that we um, that we perform with quite often, um, uh, have written several songs um, with David Wilcox um, mm-hmm. that are on his latest CD, Vista. And uh, they were writing with David and, and working on a song and, and coming up with the word, with a line that included the word baby. And, and David said, oh, no, no, <laughs> you can't write folk music that includes the word baby. So uh, we'll say what they say, which is um, we're not sure what it is, but we do use the word baby. You're kind of covering yourself that yeah, way. Yeah, that's right. That's we know we use the word baby, but it's not really folk. But it, it is there. <laughs> and, and, and the most important thing you find about writing is it may not be done to your ears, but it's done when you know it's true, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how you yeah. judge You know when it's, it's done. It doesn't matter whether it's something, whether you saw a sign on the back of a can of corn and made up an entire life of somebody to, about that, mm-hmm. and it's all something you imagined or not, it's still the basic tenet of the song is true, right? you know, and so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether it's it really happened, you saw it happen, you heard it happen, whatever, right. it, it mm-hmm. has to be true and it has to be from your heart, Yeah. otherwise... It, nobody believes it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the well, It's game, funny because you know? I've had songs where it's the same thing where, you know, I've totally made up a story and sometimes it's like, nah, this is bull. And there's sometimes where I've, some of my favorite story songs are things that I've totally just made up. I don't know where they came, mm-hmm. but you don't know where they come yeah. from, but something works. Yeah. Uh, Eloise, which, which we did today, yeah. um, which is, uh, you know, a song where, where we, we, when we play that song, invariably someone will come up and say, you know, my mom's been in a nursing home, this has been a difficult time for me, you know, thank you for singing that song. Or someone will, will go to the other end of that song, which is, um, you know, the, the conflict of war and, yeah. and what that does to people and, and it affects people. 
It's a totally made up song. It's See, and I thought people, it was true. People will ask me again because it, it seemed true. Right. If I went through that, well, and it it it's, it's, it didn't actually happen, but yeah. it's still true. You know, and there are pieces of, of you know what I saw with my mother in a nursing home, and there yeah. are pieces of what I've experienced yeah. with people who've and, had yeah. loss because well, what of you're the singing about is true. Whether, it, whether that particular so story it, was yep. true, what you're touching so on really true. happens. Right. Well, it's the, I don't have to lose somebody in a war to try and imagine what that feels like. Right. You know, exactly. So I, we all know that. We all know that whole conflict. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this is opposed to another song that's on the CD called "Swim," which is which is a very um, sultry, mm-hmm. very sultry song um, that just puts you right in the in the middle of of, of sex. <laughs> and um, somebody to, described to be quite as blunt, a, as a, a turn down the sheets song. It's a turn down the sheets <laughs> song, and that song was written because I can't um, wait to hear the CD. Yeah. I took my son to Barnes and Noble because he wanted to buy one. My son was was twelve. Mm-hmm. He was twelve. He was eleven at the time. He wanted to buy one of those anime comic books, and he has a hard time making up his mind. So it took a long time. Mm-hmm. And the anime comic book section of Barnes and Noble is right next to the romance novel section of Barnes and Noble. So while I was waiting for this decision to be made, I kind of had my head cocked and looked at the spines of all the titles of all of the mm-hmm. romance novels and <laughs> and started writing them down because. They were very good. You never know where you might get That's a song. Right. Yeah. That's right. You know. So, what, your, as far as your songwriting process, do you do you write every day? Do you keep a notepad with you like most of us do, or do you just sit down once in a while and go, "Okay, I haven't written in a while," or is it sort of all of the above? I, I wish I wish that I was that you know I think both of us wish we were in a in a position to be able to write every day. We've got. I wish, four, we were, I, wish I was disciplined enough yeah. to do it. Like mm. that. Uh, the excuse is we have four kids. You know I'm sure that that we could still do it. And that's the excuse. You I have, have a life. To, well, I have to pretty much be dragged kicking and screaming at actually writing. <laughs> um, it's it's and it's not that I don't like it, but once I start, I want to do it, get it done. And, yeah. You know, I, 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 it's just one of those things. I have to get to a certain place. I don't like to start something and get a couple words and maybe a verse, and then you got to wait. Then you get pulled like, away. I want to get at least something mm-hmm. that I can continually mm-hmm. play to death to get somewhere else. I you can know? see that. Yeah. Whereas but I have half-written verses and half-written songs <laughs> and notebooks yeah. all over the place, and I'll have you know a notebook that I'm taking notes, the right way to you know, <laughs> on a on a PR project for for a client, which I do, you know, to, to fund all of this, and in the middle of notes about, you know, internet security, they'll be like, you know, a half-written verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's probably what people find them later. will tell you. I mean, we've talked to enough, you know, really successful songwriters mm-hmm. to know that keeping a notebook with you or something right. with you at all times to write words, little yeah. two-word phrases, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you might not use it for five years. But, right. you know, and sometimes they you get combined. For, you forget otherwise, like me, I forget stuff every day. Right. I mean, I th- I'm driving along, I think it's, I should pull over and write it down because yeah. I just thought up a half a verse and a melody and a thing, but... Well, then I get off on something else and I forgot what I did. And they know? go away. I remember the great Ben Harper I call interview. My, I call hmm. myself. I'll pick up the cell and call my office phone and leave myself a message. That's good. And then it's very strange when I have to listen to it. because. Like, you know. Or you get a phone like I have that has a built-in voice recorder. Yeah. There you go. And then you end up with, you know, 37 little fragments you have to go through and go, what? What was that? <laughs> what, was, what was I thinking? Yeah. But sometimes, you know, keeping all these pieces, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like when I used to sew. You'd keep a piece, a remnant of a piece of fabric, because you never know when you might need it for mm-hmm. something, you know. Right. And um, there was a, a song that, that when we were both in Colorado a few years back, um, visiting with Jan Garrett and Janie Martin, I was off on a retreat, a women's retreat, and uh, Greg stayed home with um, with JD, 
and had written a song, it Just Flows. And I was working on something, you know, at the retreat, and I came back and, and we kind of put those together. And uh, and that worked really well. Yeah. So you never know. Just you never know. The, the, I will say, though, that, that creating music and writing songs as a married couple is, um, is interesting. It's like putting Indeed. up a tent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, yeah. don't you? Yes. Yeah. Or a Christmas tree. A tent or a either Christmas one. Tree. Like I, I like the word interesting because it, yeah. it, it it's interesting. It could go either way, which it probably does go either way. Yeah. We have we've had you know, and you think when you co-write with somebody, at least somebody you with all the time, you. God, we're together all the time. Um, you just you. <laughs> he's smiling, by the way. He's, well, he's smiling when he's saying you. This. You would think that your discussions be it heated or whatever would be about big you know immense concepts in sure. the song they're not they're about words like well should it be the or the you know i mean <laughs> and, we've and had these hour long yeah. you know heated discussions about r it's important you know <laughs> it, but it is it changes the whole meaning of That's something sure it does. but it's just it, you just start shaking your head and going what is wrong with us you know <laughs> Well, it's like how granular do you want to get? But then again, it, it makes you the song. It, it, it makes it better. It does. It always makes it when better. When you can get to that level and pick up that part, the song's in pretty good shape, actually. So. Yeah. So for folks, how do they find your CD? By, by the time I get this podcast loaded, your CD's going to be out. Yeah. Uh, it won't be a month. It'll be sooner than that. So how can people find your music? Our website is barnettnewland.com, and that's B-A-R-N-E-T-T-N-E-W-O-N. This is new, isn't it? You know, if, if Bev and Greg is easier for you, that still works. Okay. And all paths lead. You can do bevandgreg.com, B-E-V-A-N-D-G-R-E-G.com. You can do, do gregandbev.com. And clever. you can do Barnett Newland, and you can do Barnett hyphen Newland. They all go to the same place. Very clever. And one thing I didn't ask you about was you also host a house concert series. Can you talk yes, a little bit do. about that? That would be yeah. truewindmusic.com. Yeah. We started um, <laughs> we started presenting music at the Espresso Garden in San Jose, mm-hmm. um, which was a wonderful acoustic venue um, that closed in April 2006, just over a year ago. And uh, we presented a couple of shows a month there for the two years before it closed. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Some of our favorite artists, um, people like Eliza Gilkison, Cozy Sheridan, John Stewart. um, Ooh, I could go on and on. Um, A lot of jazz. In fact, the the way I met you you two, I think, was you you booked Eliza at your house because you couldn't get a Spresso Garden. That's right. right. And that's how we met. Yeah. Right. And so we had done a couple of house concerts during that time. And then when the garden closed, we just, we picked it up and moved it, well not the garden but the series, to our living room and, and we do it about once a month um, and it's a it's a wonderful intimate space and it's all about the music and um, it's it's just a great experience for people we've got, you know, kind of a core group that comes to all the shows and mm-hmm. then other people that, you know, come once in a while and then there'll always be somebody new, it's, it's amazing to me, you know, I'll ask for a show of hands of how many people have been to a house concert and there'll usually be about half mm-hmm. And they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, good luck with the CD again. So the concerts, True Win Concerts. It's truewindmusic.com. Truewindmusic.com. It's the concert series. And Bev and, and Greg or Greg and Bev. Any of those things. All That will all find you, and you can just, you can You can look at look for truewindmusic.com, and you can look for us in our various You can Google Bev Barnett. You can Google Greg Nolan. You can Google Any Doorway Will Do. And you can go to my site. There's only back to your site. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. You can go all around. All chats. Find us on MySpace. <clears throat> exactly. All of that stuff. Well, yeah. thanks again. Thanks for playing today. Thank you. And nice talking to you, day. too. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, Michael. 
So there you have it, a nice chat with Bev Barnett and Greg Newland on a lovely Saturday afternoon at Rudon Smith Winery in Scotts Valley. You know, it's funny, I always find, whether it's music or anything, the people who are really good at what they do tend to be the most humble. <laughs> you know, Bev's is very sweet about the whole thing, and Greg's got this wonderful, self-deprecating, sarcastic sense of humor. But you see them playing, you know, everybody just goes, wow. So uh, so check out their website and go, wow. You can check out bevandgreg.com or gregandbev.com. Um, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, their CD release concert is Friday, June 22nd of this year. That's in a couple of weeks at Tatuchi Hall at the Community School of Music and Arts in Mountain View. Uh, the best way to get there is bevandgreg.com or go to my site, michaelgaither.com. And there, on the, uh, the, the notes for this podcast, I have links to their site, to their MySpace site, and there's also a link so you can subscribe to this podcast because I have a lot more interviews lined up. I've got a few things from the Strawberry Music Festival. I'll be talking to Paul Thorne this weekend, and um, it should be a lot of fun putting this stuff together. So please subscribe and have a listen. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to forego my usual bouncy theme music and let you hear the rest of this song, Any Doorway Will Do. If you have any comments about this podcast, you can leave comments on my webpage, michaelgaither.com, or just send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com. My eye on a star I would just dream Like there's no tomorrow I couldn't see down the road this Then I grew up as we all seem to do I had some winners and some losers To seem like the losers Were more than a few that what we see